is the Nerd Files. I'm Daniel Polidoro. <laughs> I'm John Bohasic, drinking. I don't even know what this is, but I think that there's vodka in it. So <laughs> this is episode one, so the sound quality might not be that good. I'm working out the Skype thing. Uh, didn't want to buy a program or anything, but I just used what I had. Well, yeah, cause fuck that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I went to the Planet Comic Con in Kansas City, saw Kevin Smith's Q&A. We got there a little late, girlfriend and I, I won't say her name, so shout out, but she'll be listening later. But we basically got there late, so we didn't really get to look around too much, and everybody was leaving, and we were trying to go to the Grand Hall, um, but then we stood in line or whatever, we had, we had like, you know, it was pretty decent seats, I sent you a photo, it was, we were, you know, it was good enough. They had two, it was really weird, he was on the middle stage. And then they had two projectors uh, next to him, so it was like he was like God or something. It was really interesting <laughs> how he was being broadcast, and he, but he was there. It was like being at a like a really one of those like churchy like mind reading things, but way cooler. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, because Kevin Smith, right? He was thirty minutes late because of the flight thing. So, but it was pretty funny. He used he actually compared his uh, rivalry with uh, Southwest. And himself, because of the uh, the fat flying incident, they kicked him off basically five years ago for being too big or something. Um, but he compared that to Batman versus Superman, where he was like, "We worked it out because they said Martha." It was <laughs> <laughs> so it was pretty funny. So basically, it was it was a good talk, and it was it was pretty fun. I wish I could have got to look, look around the comics, but like I don't need to buy anymore. And, t- and speaking of comics, like, Batman vs. Superman kind of got me back into comics because I wanted a good Batman story after that. It was looking, like, so sour. Yeah, that one was <laughs> a terrible movie. I kind of had it, um, well, I've been into comics for a while, but since, uh, like, really into for a while, but um, since Civil War, I've been on, like, a Marvel kick. Yeah, like, that's yeah we'll, get to the, we'll get to done. Civil War, too. Um, but basically you and I met at Columbia college. Did you hear a dog? Oh, well, but, uh, <laughs> we went at Columbia college. We had a class together and then I saw you on the street and you didn't even know who I was, which was funny. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then we ended up living together for a year. So. Then we, yeah. The long story short, we ended up living together for a year. I moved back home to Kansas <laughs> and now we're on Skype. Doing this podcast, so that's really, that's that's basically us. We're both creators of stuff, We're writers and filmmakers. Um, I saw, oh yeah, I saw Nice Guys, which was it was pretty funny. Nice. The the only thing I that's had cool. with it was the plot was a little weird. It was just like I didn't know what the fuck was going on sometimes, but there was really funny scenes and Ryan Gosling was hilarious. Russell Crowe was great. It was really well done. It was way better than Iron Man three, which Shane Black did. It's a Shane yeah. Black film, and they also t- also somehow he he got he shoeed his Christmas thing too in this. Oh wow, he did. Yeah. Wow, that's. I know. Uh, apparently, there were like production and story issues on Iron Man three. Like, it just came out this week. Like, he wanted a female villain, and they said no, and so then they had to come up with something different at the last minute. But it totally shows. Like, that yeah, movie seems really thrown together. The whole Mandarin and thing it, was really weird. Yeah. But what annoyed me about it was they, like, completely ignore, like, really important things from the first two. They're like, 
wait, his the thing in his chest powers his suit. We spent two movies establishing that, and then it loses power, but it can be charged with a wall charger? <laughs> like, what? Why didn't you just do that in Iron Man 2? Or, yeah, uh, and then he whatever. gets the heart thing taken out, and I was like, what? <laughs> what is going on? Yeah. Civil oh, War was God. fucking awesome. Oh my god. It was even better than I thought it was going to be. And I thought it would be good. How many times have you seen it? I've only seen it once. I really want to see it again. I might on Tuesday for $6 movie night. No, you should. It's worth it. I've only seen it once as well. I might see it again. I should see it again. Just to uh, pick up everything. I came, out of, I came out of it and was thinking... I really want to rewatch all of the Marvel movies to see how we got here, and I don't have them in this state. <laughs> I mean, do you have? I only have Age of Ultron in this state. Which, well, actually, Guardians, I right? I have Guardians and Iron Man three digital copies, so I guess I could do that. But of those three, Guardians was by far the best. So, yeah, and that has nothing to do with like. I mean, it does. But it like sets up nothing for Civil War. Like <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy has gotten better for me. I I have just gotten dumped by my girlfriend, so I went to see it by myself in Chicago, and I was like really fucking depressed when I saw it, and it didn't help. <laughs> so I was just, so then I saw it again, you know, recently, and I was like, this is great. The music is great. Yeah. I, we, of course, we always listen to it at the apartment. The music was always great. And but yeah, yeah. I really I really enjoyed it this time. So now it's definitely up the top three. I would say for me, for Marvel movies. It is for me too. I uh, I didn't see it in theaters. I wanted to, but no one else wanted to go with me. So I saw it on DVD with my parents, and Dad hated it. And so like I could tell he hated it. Like while we were watching it too. How soon so into I the movie? Not... Oh. Uh... I don't even know, but sometimes he just decides he hates a movie, like, before he goes to see it, and, like, yeah, so it's the end of it. I mean, that's not, like, a huge problem, but, like, it's one thing that he does do, and I'm like, oh, okay. I guess the movie was probably a bit too cutesy for him. Yeah. I can get that. Um, But it was just so much fun. So I watched it again on my own uh, when I first came to LA. I must have watched it again later, but... I think I've seen it three times now. I was like, okay, yeah, this is one of the better ones. Oh, definitely. And it came out of nowhere. Yeah, it's very different in tone to the rest of them. So I, I kind of like that. Definitely. I hope, I'm hoping Suicide Squad is anywhere near as good as it. <laughs> it can't be worse than Batman vs. Superman. Oh, God. I'm, I'm looking forward to all the spinoffs of Civil War, Spider-Man and Black Panther. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's, it's great what they're doing. I want to see uh, Thor three too. Yeah, I kind of do too. Now that uh, the Hulk Doctor is strange, the Hulk's yeah. gonna be in there, and they announced who who did just cast uh... Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Whoever he's gonna be. Yeah, I was like, what? Like, he's gonna be amazing. <laughs> Maybe at the end of Independence Day Resurgence, there'll be a cut scene that'll set up. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That would be fucking insane. Yeah. I actually liked the first two Thors. The first one especially. The second one could have been better if they didn't do the fake Loki death. But I'll give that, it I'll give it another chance. Yeah, the villain is kinda of boring in the second one too. Loki's the best villain they've had. He really is. Loki was the best. Um 
and they do use him a lot in Thor 2, but then they do this, like, where they pretend he's dead and then reveal he's alive again, and I'm like, okay, like, come on. Like, it was a really touching scene where he dies, <laughs> and, and, like, they're, like, just, no, like, yeah, no, that's, yeah. that's not real. I... I was kind of happy with Civil War because they didn't pretend to kill anybody this time and then bring them back immediately because I felt like that just got really annoying in Phase 2. Yeah. So I think they finally realized to stop doing that, I hope. I, I, I expected somebody to die in Civil War, but it didn't happen. And I, I liked how they handled Rhodey's uh, injury. Like, yeah, and, you know, yeah. And it made sense. Everything made sense. Yeah, everything really did. Even though... Um, it would have been much easier to set it up where Tony is against government control and Cap is for it, just based on who they are as characters. Because yeah, he's a soldier, businessman. Usually they would be on the other side. But then Kevin Smith was like, yeah, the, the, <laughs> the, the writer just didn't understand their political beliefs. So <laughs> <laughs> forced them into these other They things. had the Russo <laughs> brothers on uh, Screen Junkies. Oh yeah, I yeah. To watch the I don't know if you watched that uh, Winter Soldier reaction. Well, even after that, for uh, they talk about who their ultimate Marvel team is. It's a video with Hal on there. You have to look it up. But, oh okay. Yeah, they came back and but they said that they actually when they write now they they think about what would honest trailers do to us, <laughs> you know. So they try to yeah yeah make it logical. They do. They did a very good job. I thought this one was definitely better than Winter Soldier, I thought. Because Winter Soldier is good, but I think they have that whole scene in the middle where it's like, let me explain the whole plan from a talking Nazi computer. And you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so your top three would be of the Marvel movies? Today, at this, today, on this day, Sunday... I think probably Civil War, the first Iron Man, and Guardians. I would flip then, uh, the first two, and then I, I would have Iron Man, Civil War, Guardians. Nice. But it might change if I see Civil War again. I might be like, oh, this is way, but this yeah. is better. Yeah, yeah, I kind of want to watch them again to a more definitive ranking. I think my fourth then would be Avengers, the first Avengers. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, and then I think Winter Soldier, and then the first Thor. I actually like that one because it's like it's Kenneth Branagh like making a superhero movie. It's like so bizarre but awesome. And then you have Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Anthony Hopkins is like having a blast. You can just tell he's like I get to like. Like, mess with my children, talk to the hammer, <laughs> go into a coma, I have an eye patch, like, one of the frost giants ripped out my eye. Like, <laughs> I think the one that I want to rewatch is actually Ant-Man. I want to try it again. Because people, like, really, people are like, I really think it's funny. And I actually enjoyed Ant-Man in Civil War. I thought he was used well. I did like him in Civil War, too. I was worried when they brought him in that I was going to be like, oh, this is where the movie gets shitty. But Me, too. He worked. He blended really well. I thought he was a lot of fun. So, yeah, maybe I will rewatch his movie. I would, I would, I would compare it to, like, the Hulk and Avengers. Like, it was kind of, like, yeah. a, good, a good use of supporting role. Yeah. 
I kind of liked the uh, after they did Iron Man, they did that that new Hulk movie that wasn't um, an Ang Lee movie, right? Edward and Norton. I thought that one was okay. It wasn't their best. No, it, it was better than the Ang Lee one. Yeah, but at that point, we didn't understand like how good it was going to get. Like we had Iron Man, we knew that was good, but like. We didn't. I didn't understand that they were trying to do this whole phase one, phase two thing. Really, I mean. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get it in Avengers, like what the whole plan was. Because I believe that was the second movie, right? Incredible Hulk. Of yeah. The... Yeah, it was Iron yeah. Man, Incredible Hulk, Iron Man two, right? Four, first Captain America, and then Avengers. And then that was phase one. And I think we were in the middle of like Spider-Man movies too, of Sam Raimi's Spider-Man movies. Yeah, and those yeah, are, I think they were still doing. And those. we didn't know. I didn't really understand who owned what, and X-Men had their own thing going. Yeah, yeah. So we didn't know they were all kind of connected. And uh, Christopher Nolan came out with his last Batman movie the same year as Avengers. Oh, did he? Wow, that was a big summer. Yeah, it was. Or it could have been, I guess. Should have been. I don't know. I had fun. That yeah. Last, the last one isn't as good as the other two, but right. I still like it. I like it more now because I know the plots that they were kind of stealing from and like what they were doing. Yeah. And so I'm like, I can kind of step back and see how that's really cool from like a comics fan, but like it didn't come together as a whole cohesive movie. I feel right. like it's hard to top but the I, Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah, and also, I mean, I love Tom Hardy, but like, I don't know what he was doing with as Bane. <laughs> Like, Heath Ledger's Joker was, like, terrifying. And then, like, he comes on and he's like, We're going to do all this and do you understand what I'm saying? I don't think you do. You have my permission to die. When he's on the uh, the plane, I think it's the first time he talks, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was like, what did he say? He kills Peter Baelish, which six oh, seasons does of he? Thrones can't do. <laughs> Yeah, he just yeah, showed he up the last episode of Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, that is a preview for this one. Is like, oh shit, like either he's going to give John like a bunch of troops or he's going to die. Like, I don't know which. <laughs> yeah, I... We'll Sorry, get back to Marvel. I think we should get to that later. <laughs> yeah, because I have, I have a couple of questions for you too on that, on Game of Thrones. But... Uh, yeah, I would... Actually, I'm thinking about going to Batman now because I was thinking about my top Batman movies. Oh. Yeah, and I was like... Talk about Batman? All right. I was like, I think Batman 89 is still number one for me. And then I'd do Dark Knight. And then Batman Begins. I actually like that one a lot more now because I've gotten into comics. Yeah. Well, it's it's heavily inspired by year one. And so, when once you've read that one, especially, you're like, oh, okay, I kind of like what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, but they had to change it a bit. Year one, they specifically had no villains. Like, I mean, they have, like, the, the gangsters and stuff, right. but they don't have any of his costumed villains. Catwoman is in it briefly, but I don't think she suits up until, like, the very end. So, for the movie, they were like, well, we can't do a Batman movie without any of his rogues gallery. Like, everyone would be really pissed off. <laughs> yeah, I, I felt like Gordon was the more the hero the first time I watched it, and I was just like, man, this is... Because I was so used to, like, Tim Burton's Batman, but I guess 
I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And in those, Gordon is a non-entity. Like he's right, yeah. He's just... just rah, 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 rah. <laughs> yeah, but year one was where they kind of established Gordon as a character. So Batman and Gordon, like, have both... Like, they are two different plot lines going at the same time. They even narrate the plot. So it was... It was really cool that they gave Gordon, like, right. an actual character, finally, instead of having him be a bumbling idiot. Like right, idiot. yeah. So, I appreciate it more now, going back to the source material. Yeah. Uh, and then I... Well, I would also say Batman Returns is, like, probably four in there, because there's a lot of shit ones coming up. But. Yeah. <laughs> well, what would be your, think, like, top three or four? I think I'd have to go Dark Knight, Batman Returns... Honestly, I think I gotta go Mask of the Phantasm. And Dude, yeah, then, I forgot about. I was just thinking about that. You can you can say that too. I forgot about that. I would put that definitely in there too. Somewhere yeah, probably four now. I rewatched that the other night, and I was like, "It's a very vulnerable Batman." Like we see him in pre year one time period. We see him in love. We see him. We see him not want to be Batman. Like, that's such a cool thing. Yeah. Like, he actually goes to his parents' grave and says, I don't want to do this anymore. And I don't think we've ever seen that in, in like, anything. Not since. <laughs> and, yeah, and then, like, the main villain is a former love interest who is almost justified in what she's doing. Like, I'm just like, they killed her father. She's killing them. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm totally... I'm kind of cool with it. Like, <laughs> and she looks badass in that outfit. Yeah. Like, Phantasm costume is so cool. Definitely. I remember seeing that as a kid. Yeah. I was a, big, I was a huge fan of the animated Paul series. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's Paul Dini. He right. was one of the writers. Right. Um, I think it's directly related to the thing. And then the climax in the uh, ruined um, Welcome to the Future exhibit... Like oh so good. They where did you that, where like, did you watch it at? Was it on the Amazon or? I I brought my DVD from Illinois. Oh hell yeah! I, I had a copy of it on there. That's worth a while. That's worth yeah. A while. I'm gonna have to yeah. seek it out. Yeah, there then I think I would go. Eighty nine Batman, Batman Begins, and then Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, yeah but, but we'll, we'll leave like, out Batman Robin and Batman. And Batman, Superman. Yeah, yeah, those would all be. Those would all be <laughs> like, the, but those are the Batman movies I actually like. Like, I mean, right. there's some an other animated ones I like, but those are like the top tier, I guess. Yeah, these are the theatrical release ones. Yeah, I would say. I haven't seen Batman sixty nine. Is it sixty nine? Please tell me it's sixty nine. Sixty six. Whatever. Ah, oh, damn! It should be sixty nine. Is right? it? Is it? Was there a movie? Probably. I don't know. But the, the TV show. That, that's the porno version, right? Like, that's just them in costumes, like, undressing and, like... Yeah, and you have, like, Burgess Meredith, who plays Mickey and Rocky as the Penguin. And... <laughs> Catwoman and Batman just... Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I guess Adam West and the other guy that plays Robin, I forgot his name. Sorry, people. But I guess they had, like, a lot of sex during takes, or, like, during the shoots. Like, they would just, like... It was like the fucking sixties, so like they were probably like heavy on drugs and women. Well, that's hilarious. Yeah, dude, I I for years been watching 
the entire Dark Shadows. Like, I every so often I'll just watch, like, three hours of it. Yeah. The original TV told, series, right? Yeah. They're actually drinking on set, like, I'm sure. <laughs> um... And then it's it's kind of hilarious watching Jonathan Fred like struggle to remember fire, like he'll be giving this long soliloquy and be like calling somebody by the wrong name, and then like realize he's called them by the wrong name for a whole scene, and then be like, "Wait, your name isn't Carolyn? Like, sorry." <laughs> 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 I'm just like, oh my god, that's hilarious. Um, but uh. There was a, I, I ended up watching some of the, like, at the end of the disc, they have interviews with the actors, and the actor who plays Roger, who's, like, the father figure, I guess, right. like, he's, like, a raging alcoholic and, like, has this whole, like, pseudo-British accent, even though it's set in Maine, it's kind of hilarious, but uh, anyway, he was, like, so this one day, uh, I was on set and they told me I was done. So I went to go like change out of my costume and everything. And um, in those days, to stop the camera and then restart it was like this whole big thing. So they didn't want to do it. Like, were they shooting on film? They, yeah, they were actually filming shooting on film, I think. Um, and so suddenly, someone from set like runs in and is like dude, like, we have one more line that you need to do. And he's, like, and he has already, like, taken, like, half his clothes off. So he's naked from the waist down. <laughs> and they're, like, come on, you got to do it. Like, and he's, like, dude, like, and they're, like, don't worry, we'll do it from from neck up. And he was, like, all right. So he just runs out and, like, gives this whole look line on camera. And, I, and he's, like, that was a weird day, like, I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I bet, man. I can't even imagine Nowadays. Yeah. Well, yeah, like, even in, like, nude scenes nowadays, they have you wear a cocksock. Like. And it's like, game that goes into, like, Game of Thrones, but they didn't even know if that was Khaleesi's tits last week, you know, or... Yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert, spoilers, whatever, but... Well, yeah, I mean, I was like, they look like them, but, like, maybe they're not? I think she said they were, right? Yeah, she did say they were. Yeah. I thought for sure because she she put in a contract that she wouldn't she didn't need to do any nudity anymore. Yeah, I and, did. Uh, Lena Headey didn't last year for her Walk of Shame, so I thought that's what they were doing. But that makes it much cooler now, actually. Oh man, that was a nice surprise. <laughs> well, yeah, the the whole episode was a nice surprise. Honestly, like yeah. this whole season has been like. Things are finally going well after five years of just shit being piled on the protagonists. Yeah. And I, Sansa Stark's becoming more of a leader now. Yeah, I can't even believe like how much it's it, how like good it's gotten because it's like I didn't expect it. And to quick. Turn. Yeah. But the tides finally turned. Like, I mean, like, there's still horrible shit happening. Oh, Ramsey is getting even Asher. worse. Yeah, like, Ramsey killed Osha. So, like, uh, what's-her-name can't survive a fantasy series unless third time's the charm. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I like how she was, like, she she was on for the first three seasons, like, pretty much every episode, like, after she was introduced. The, act, the actress, right? And, yeah, yeah. And then she leaves for two se- two and a half seasons comes back and then is in an episode and a half and gets stabbed in the throat. 
What's her other show she's on? Oh, she was in Harry Potter. She was Okay, on. that's right, that's uh, right. That's, uh, the werewolf, Professor Lupin, that was his wife, and they okay. both died in the Battle of Hogwarts. Right. Spoilers. So, yeah, well, who cares? <laughs> uh, it's, been, it's been five years since the movie yeah. came out. Should, I mean, if you're going to watch them, you should have watched them, read, read the books by now. Or... Yeah, yeah. That movie's kind of cool, though, because it's just like, if you blink, you miss a main character's dead body, like, somewhere. Like, <laughs> That's how Batman vs. Superman should have done it with the Robin thing, because I heard they killed Robin. Yeah, yeah, they have his suit in the background. Just blatantly killed Robin. Yeah, yeah. I was, um... I read something about that. Uh, it was a theory, because everyone is thinking that the new Joker... Like, there's a theory that the new Joker is Jason Todd which is the Robin that the Joker killed. Yeah. And then in comics, he comes back to life using the Lazarus pit as Red Hood, which was one of the... Oh, okay. I haven't read that yet. Okay. Um, Yeah, don't spoil for me, man. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) That's cool. I read a theory that it's uh, Tim Drake. Did you see um, uh, Batman Begins? They had that movie with the return of the Joker. Um, maybe. Okay, I, read, I don't know. Uh, there, I, read, I read a theory that they're gonna reenact an arc from that. Oh, okay. So thought, oh, that would have been kind of cool. Yeah. Um. But, but yeah, Zack Snyder's like, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, is I would be way more excited about the DC universe if Zack Snyder wasn't a part of it. Cause I, I don't know. He. So it was funny. I, I think you already know this, but I, I'll say it anyway since we're doing a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and like one week, I had just finished reading Watchmen for the first time. So I sat down to watch that movie. And then later in that week, Batman vs. Superman came out. So it was like Zack Snyder, like double gut punch of like. Uh, disappointment. Uh, What's his best mean, film? Can... 300, I guess? And that's not even like profound. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, 300, the thing is, is there isn't that much going on underneath the surface. Like, it's really just what they're presenting. So he got that. Like, he got he can get the surface area. Right. Watchmen, on the other hand, is a character study of, like, what it takes to, like, have someone in the real be a superhero. Like, so you have these very damaged, like, borderline crazy people. Like, and, like, why... Some of them who are more sane would do this. Yeah, it's Alan Moore. Of course, it's going to be yeah. dark and gritty. Yeah. And... So, like, it was just, like, a lot. I mean, I know there's some people who really like Watchmen, but for me, it felt like he just captured the surface level and didn't go any deeper than that. And it just felt like a lot of it, he was just, like, missing the point and doing, like, big action scenes. Like, I don't think he realized it's supposed to be a film noir. <laughs> Like, Watchmen is a film noir. Like, you read it, and you're like, this is a murder mystery. This is a film noir murder mystery. We actually have voiceover narration. We have the shot set up, like, film noir sort of shots. He made it this weird, like, just dark and gritty superhero movie, which is not what it is. If you're going in looking for, like, a classic uh, superhero action movie. Right, like a 300 or... Yeah, yeah, like, it just isn't... Like, it's... It has very few action scenes. It's a lot of talking. It's a lot of, well, how are these people so crazy? Like, why did this guy die? Like, 
Like, what does the world come to? How has it changed? Like, it's a lot of that. Yeah. Back to yeah, I don't, I don't Game of Thrones. So, tonight's episode... The Door. Is that what it's called? Entirely... Yeah. So, they're going to go inside, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> of the door. I, I'm assuming yeah, it's probably the three-headed raven thing. That's what I was thinking, but I, I, I'm wondering if they are, like, because I thought they were going to, in episode three, when they had the first half of that flashback. Yeah. I mean, I thought they were going to reveal R plus L equals J. I seriously did. I actually thought that last season, when in episode four, when they had, like, three or four different references to it. Because, like... I think you um, and Jake, our other friend, have been waiting for that theory to be proven. You've probably been waiting I longer know. than Jake has, but Jake's been rolled into that theory, too. Yeah. I honestly thought that... Well, at first I thought that he was gonna, that John was gonna have a vision while dead that confirmed it, um, but obviously they didn't do that. And then when I, they said that Bran was gonna have like the flashbacks where he interacts like he does in the book, I thought they were gonna do it then. And I guess obviously they're probably still going to, but yeah. but it was just like episode three. They were it was like total cocktease. They were like, we're gonna like set it up and like show you like the beginning of it. And change it slightly from the book. Cause I don't remember that, like, uh, Holland Reed coming up behind uh, Sir Arthur Dane or and stabbing him in the throat. I don't remember that, but... Wow. Yeah, but, how Ned Ned wasn't the one that actually killed him. Yeah, but you have to understand, this is like a fever dream in the first book. Like, the, they present it in a dream sequence when Ned has been stabbed in the leg after his fight with Jamie. Oh, really? And he's on the milk of the poppy. So it's kind of like a weird, like, vision sort of thing. Like, it, it wasn't a huge, like, scene. At least from what I remember. Um, so I, 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 so it's kind of like just like um, the drug version of, like, what actually happened. Because it's just like, Leanna is in a bed of blood. She makes... <laughs> She says, promise me, Ned. And then that's, like, where it ends. Like, they never... They don't, like, confirm anything. It's just, like, kind of a scene that's, like, thrown in. Um, but because it's so intricate, everyone has finally, like, looked at that and been like, yeah, that's probably what this means. I heard and the... I, heard, I read that they might do a uh, spinoff of Jon Snow. I... I just saw about that. HBO has denied that rumor. They're not gonna do it. Um... If they are going to do a spinoff, and they probably will after Game of Thrones is done, I think the best bet would be they're probably going to work with Duncan Egg, which are two characters that um, Martin has wrote three novellas about, set a hundred years before Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. So it's like a prequel. I think they're going to. Yeah, so I think they're going to do that. Um, I would like to see Robert's Rebellion too, but I don't think they're going to do that, um, just because. They did that um, with Star Wars, and, like, everyone got pissed off about it. So yeah. it seems like when they do a prequel where it's, like, directly, like, the prequel that you want, everyone, like, they somehow fuck it up. Um, so I think that's why they aren't Or it's not as good, like, Better Call Saul isn't as good as Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, Better Call Saul, it has moments where it's right. as good as bad, but not as consistent. I always want more. I'm always like, ah, why didn't they just... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, was... I, I feel yeah. 
The season finale is especially... Yeah, I'm just like, come on. It's really terrible. It's kind of the episodes that come out of nowhere and are just really good. When you least expect it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, the Mike episode, I really liked that one. When I rewatched it the first time, uh, we were all getting drunk at poker, so I really couldn't hear what was going on. Yeah, we were playing poker, and we were like, dude, just watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Looking back, that was kind of like a dick move by us. <laughs> but, uh, oh well. well, whatever. It was fine. I went back and I rewatched episodes two through six, or like I ended on the Mike one because then I didn't rewatch the rest of them. But I, but all good. So I was like, I didn't understand why you guys were so into it because like the second half of that season one is terrible. Yeah, like, I really didn't like it. That was then, definitely like, the the highlight of the season. Yeah, but. Yeah, but the first half is, like, it builds to the Mike episode, and then that's basically it. Like, the rest of it is, like, eh, okay, whatever. But, like, that's where the good stuff is. Right, exactly. <laughs> so I miss, like, all, like, all the shitty stuff. Are you going to watch Preacher? I want to. I asked Dad to record it, so. Yeah, I heard that it doesn't go off of the comics, and I heard that the season one might end where the comics begin. Oh, wow. That's what I heard today. That's what I read. But it's, it's supposed to be really good. It's uh, produced by Seth Rogen yeah. and, and uh, his Yeah, part, I his, know. Uh, I haven't read any of it. It's um, The main character is... Uh, I don't remember his name. He looks so familiar. Name. I forgot his name, too. Uh, um, honestly, the movie that I'm thinking of that I know he was in... And you're going to laugh when I tell you like what movie. <laughs> it's Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. He was uh, Abraham's, like, spirit guide vampire who's, like... That's not a horrible movie. It's not really. I mean, I I thought it was fine. I enjoyed it. But I also enjoyed Burton's Dark Shadows. And so, like, Seth Grammy Smith had two movies that he wrote, and he also directed Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter that year. And they both bombed, so I I don't know what his career is looking like. Although he is supposed to be writing uh, Beetlejuice 2 for Tim Burton. So if that's a success, he might be back in. But I really enjoyed Dark Shadows. I thought it was really funny. and I mean, I, I was a fan of the TV show, but I watched it to kind of laugh at it. So that's probably why I was cool with them making it into a comedy. Um, a lot of Die Hard fans were really annoyed by that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Dominic Cooper is his name. Yes. Yes, Dominic Cooper. I just looked it up. What else was in? Um... I want to say The Illusionist, but I might be wrong on that. Captain America. Oh, who was he in that? Um, that just was one of his known fours. Um, he played Howard Stark. Young Howard Stark. Oh, wow. Really? Okay, that makes sense. Dracula the Untold, where she tried to watch. We watched like for 30-minute condensed version of it. He's the... Oh, right, right. He's in Mamma Mia, Need for Speed. Damn, he's in a lot of stuff. He's going to be in Warcraft next month. Oh, I don't want to see that. No, me Angry either. Birds is doing really well, too, and I'm kind of surprised. I thought that was going to bomb. Me, too. Yeah, I saw the it was, it was making money, and I thought it was it should have been made five years ago if they're going to make it. But Yeah, yeah, I thought that's kind of what I thought, too, because when's the last time anyone was like, oh, I was playing Angry Birds. But the kids' no. movies, people go see those with their kids and family movies. Uh, like Zootopia's made a ton of money, but I heard that was a decent film. 
Yeah, I did too. I haven't seen it though, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll probably Netflix it or something. Yeah. Or sometime. But yeah, I'm looking forward to Preacher. I I have the first volume. I have to check it out. I know I know there's a character called Assface. Yes, yes, I heard about that. I read, I read, this, I started reading the story in Entertainment Weekly, and then I thought they were giving too much away. So yeah, I reading it. They do uh, that. What was that? Uh, Sons of Anarchy. They fucking spoiled the end of Sons of Anarchy. Not that I, you know, whatever. Yeah, dude. Okay, so I was, I had, I had watched the first season of House of Cards, but I hadn't started the second season, and it had been out for maybe a week. And um, I saw in Entertainment Weekly the death of a main character who dies in the first, <laughs> the first episode. The first episode, yep. And I was like, what? Like, she dies? Like, oh my god. Because, like, she's one of the top billed characters. Like, I don't want to say in case you haven't watched it, but... I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen that one. Like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's like, her name? I was like... Uh, but like Kate Mara is still yeah Kate on. Mara like like they they still credit like her sometimes I mean she's been in like a couple uh, they had like some trippy dream sequences this year and they had her back on her and uh, Corey Stoll, um, which I think is still the only two people he's personally killed. Um, <laughs> was season three better than season two overall? Yeah, it was. Yeah, season two was by far the worst. I would say. Uh, bottom is season two, then season one, then season three, and then season four was the best. I actually really liked four. There's been four but already. Also, yeah. Oh shit. Uh, there have. But Dev <laughs> Campbell was on the season, so I was real. I love Dev Campbell because he screamed. So oh, okay. I was like, oh yeah, Dev Campbell's on. <laughs> nice. Man. So I saw that they added Scream from MTV onto Netflix. Oh, God. That was so, <laughs> so bad. Yeah. I can't even watch it. I am thinking of rebuying the first four screens, and uh, they have a Blu-ray on Amazon that's like an import, so it's like 13 bucks for all four. Yeah, I don't know why like, the, in the States they don't have, they only have like the first three together in yeah, the collection. Yeah, it's so weird. I mean, really? I, I know there was a time jump, and four is kind of a reboot, but like they're not following through on the reboot, so there would be no other collection to put it in. Yeah, and Wes Craven, rest in peace. Yeah. Um, I still miss him. Yeah, and Alan Rickman, and Dan I, Bowie. <laughs> yeah. It's been a pretty rough year. Rough year yeah. and a half, or whatever. Uh, uh, yeah. Christoph, uh, Christopher uh, Lee. I thought that he was going to be in yes. Warcraft because I saw a trailer for that, and I heard a deep, yeah. deep voice, oh, you know, or something like that. And then I was like, "He's got to be in Warcraft, right?" So I looked it up. I was like, "Oh man, it's like I'm not going to see the movie, but I was just like, damn, that'd yeah, have been yeah. cool if he's actually still making shit, but he's not." One, one of Alan Rickman's last movies is that new Alice in Wonderland movie. Oh, really? Yeah, because he played the, um, he was the caterpillar that's smoking hookah in the first film. I didn't so, see uh, it. The blue caterpillar that turned to butterfly. It was in the animated one. Um, oh. It looks like weed, but what? <laughs> yeah, well, he probably has, or had. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man. so he reprised his role for that one, even though Tim Burton wasn't involved in that. Um 
Alice in Wonderland was after Sweeney Todd, right? So I think he cast him for Sweeney Todd, and that's how they met. Probably. I'm assuming. Maybe through his uh, ex-girlfriend, too. They both were in Harry Potter. That's true. They both were, yeah. Sweeney Todd, though, Alan Rickman is singing. Like, that's kind of... I, that's one I gotta rewatch too. I liked them the first time I saw it, but I haven't seen it since. That's... It's 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 really good. It's super bizarre, and it's really like macabre when you think about it. Like that, these were actual murders that became a novel that then became a musical stage production. Like, <laughs> oh, back to the Kevin Smith thing. He was talking about how he casted Johnny Depp as the detective in Tusk. Yeah, um, yeah. and but originally he offered that to Tarantino. I don't know if you knew that. And wow. Tarantino was like, fuck no, I'm not going to be in, the, in a uh, walrus suit. Like, he thought that he wanted him to play the lead role where Justin Long is in the walrus suit. Tarantino got so yeah. mad because Kevin Smith was explaining this on a, a Friday night at the Q&A. <laughs> that is hilarious. So in this long thing, and, like, he knew Johnny Depp because the daughters know, his, their daughters know, went to the same school and everything, so that's kind of cool how he got him casted in that. But Johnny Depp likes weird shit. He's like, yeah, I, I once did a movie once where my hands were scissors. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> He's just a cool guy. He is. I'm looking forward to, really, to Yoga Hosers. Yeah, I really like Johnny Depp. I, yeah. mean, I know everyone made a big deal about his comeback after uh, Black Mass, yeah. but A, I didn't... <laughs> I hated the movie Black Mass. His performance was pretty good in it, but the movie was terrible. And, and I guess I he refers to himself as a musician. What? I guess he moved out I mean, to L.A. to be a musician. And then he auditioned oh, for... Uh, yeah, he auditioned for that and got it, and then he's just been an actor. That's why he yeah, kind of yeah. he's hanging out with the vampires, uh, the uh, Hollywood vampires, with Alice Cooper yeah. and that. Oh, that's awesome. So. I I just love. Um... Seth Grammy Smith in his book How to Survive a Horror Movie has at the end recommendations of horror movies to watch. And under Nightmare on Elf Street, all he says is, uh, well, there's something about Wes Craven, Masterpiece, and whatever, but then, like, the next line is, Johnny Depp in his first role gives new meaning to the term wet the bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Man, he's had a crazy career. Yeah. Um... Let's see. So yeah, basically we're gonna do. We'll be posting the. We did. This is back when we lived together. We did a Harry Potter series and compared with the Rocky series. Plus Creed. I don't. I think those. Plus Creed because it's in the. Yeah, it's kind of in the universe. Yeah, but they don't sell them together for some reason. Like I actually looked for that. Oh, you did? Yeah. I didn't know if they. Yeah, maybe they haven't packaged it together or something. Yeah, well, I was browsing at Best Buy and I saw the like full Rocky collection for like twenty bucks. And like, if Creed was in there for twenty bucks, twenty bucks, I would like totally have gotten that. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I I really liked Creed. Like it was so good. Yeah, I just watched it again last weekend, not this weekend. But... Uh, yeah, I asked my girlfriend because I was alphabetizing my Blu-rays, and I was like, "Where should I put Creed next to the Rockies?" Because it's like in the same universe and she was like no you have to put it in the seas i was like but why it's like so far away from the universe on top of the in the c section where it could be the r section you know it was just like it, it was I hard to do but i put it in the seas i know i i had that same 
dilemma with the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit movies. Oh. <laughs> so, so now I just have them all separate and like they're on their whole shelf. Because uh, the, the Rings ones that I have are the original DVDs of the extended version. So they came in these like, they look like little books, but they're like huge. So it's like, oh, they take up a ton of space. <laughs> I have I have the first three Lord of the Rings, just the original cuts on Blu-ray. And I haven't watched them. Oh, wow. <laughs> I just got them because they were $5 on, like, Black Friday, like, a long time ago. Oh, wow. Oh, so, dude. Uh, maybe I should do that. I think you like them. I, I like the extended editions because they basically cut these things for time. Like, they weren't because they were bad scenes or anything. And so everything makes a lot more sense when you watch them. Because, like, in Two Towers, one of the protagonists like, falls off a cliff and then is rescued by this horse that comes out of nowhere. And you're, you're like, what? Like, in the original cut? In the extended version, they have a scene where this horse's owner has died and, like, the horse doesn't want anyone else to ride him. And, like, Aragorn, like, lets him go. So it makes <laughs> so way more sense. Horse, yeah, so the horse, like, remembers him. Like, that's the whole thing. But because they cut that scene, you're just like, what the fuck? Where did that horse come from? And there's a lot of shit like that. Like, Gandalf's staff just banishes at one point and, like, just isn't there anymore. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'll have to watch it. I mean, they do use practical effects, right, in the first, those those three? They did, yeah, on the first movie, yeah. The Hobbits are only if you're a big fan. Like, if you really like those, then you could continue to The Hobbits. Um, but The Lord of the Rings are actually really good movies. Um Honestly, I think Game of Thrones probably would not have happened oh, as a TV show that's interesting. without Rings. I mean, it's they. Well, yeah, and the book probably wouldn't have been written if not for Lord of the Rings book. But, <laughs> but they, they came out of nowhere and kind of proved that you could do adult fantasy and people would go and see it. And it won Oscars. And yeah, yeah, Best Picture for Return of the King. Which is my favorite. I, I know some people don't like that one because they, they have a 45-minute epilogue. <laughs> <laughs> the epilogue is accurate to the book, though, but they should have saved it for the extended edition because uh. they do take too long Like when you're sitting in the theater. Um, but the, it is accurate to the book, so I was like, I can't even fault it. Like This is like really accurate. <laughs> so I'll try and watch those and report back. All right. About it, uh, so we can have a more detailed discussion about Lord of the Rings. But I know we shall not pass. I know all of the signature like stuff and yeah, yeah. Or you shall well, not pass. I, mean, I think I think you'll like it. I can't be sure, but yeah. it, it is. It has the uh, epic battles like Game of Thrones. Who knows with me? I, I'm into Flash now, so I could be into anything. Who knows? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, the moral complexities of Game of Thrones are really not there in Lord of the Rings. Like, that was what George R. R. Martin brought to the table, was that, like, these characters aren't... It's not clear who the good guys and the bad guys are. In the Lord of the Rings, it is very clear who the good guys and the bad guys are. Um, but it... Honestly, you look more at the lore and you're like, wow, it gets kind of fucked up. Like, <laughs> So, like, the orcs, which are the villains... Yeah. elves that were tortured into insanity and then like made into these like crazy like icky whatever there. <laughs> um and you're just like oh so they're like you know 
they were captured and had war crimes committed against them, and now they're traumatized and working for the enemy, and we're just supposed to be okay with you killing them? Like, that's kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that whole aspect that isn't really in the actual movies, but is hiding in the Cimmerillion. <laughs> but yeah, we'll be posting the Harry Potter and the Rocky episodes. There's, we recorded three parts. Yes, did the I hurt. have to edit those down, though, because we had a lot yeah. of awkward pauses. I know. <laughs> this seems to be more better. And more, this seems to be better. Yeah. And... Well, I think we needed that for the first time, because we were like, what are we going to talk about? Right, yeah, is yeah. It, is it okay to ramble? You know? <laughs> I feel like I'm rambling right now, but... No, know, it's fine, it's whatever. It's, 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 it's our show, who cares? Yeah, pretty much. Um... I and then, say it's pretty sweet. We have basically matching headsets. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it feels like we're actually doing a real podcast now. <laughs> well, we are, man. I'm gonna put this up we soon. Are. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll I'll, I'll probably edit those down, and uh, everybody can hear those, and then we'll. We're, you edited the prequels of Star Wars into one movie. Yeah, we'll have to talk about that. I actually, I'm doing one more pass on that. I did I tell you that already? Yeah. Uh, then I think I'll put it on Vimeo for you. Yeah, and I'll view I'll view it, and then we'll discuss it. I can't wait to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I made I made a couple of changes after watching it. I sat down and watched the whole thing with uh, Alex. Uh, oh yeah, what did you think? He he liked it, and uh, I was like. Um, I might as well just tell you because it's because it's not like one of it is it is kind of a big thing but it isn't like a huge thing it's only for me really um, so you know how in the in Attack of the Clones uh, when they go to the cloner planet right um, Obi Wan they talk with Obi Wan and they're like Master Sifo Diaz ordered these clones and I was <laughs> like why not make Qui Gon Jinn like that's one little change, and suddenly we know who you're talking about. We don't have this. Holy shit! Thing. So you you added the sound file of somebody saying Qui Gon Jinn. That's what Alex suggested, and I started to do that, and then I decided since there's so little of Phantom Menace, and they rarely mention Qui Gon Jinn throughout. Instead, I just decided to get rid of anyone saying Jinn on the end of his last name. And then I named him Sifo-Diaz. <laughs> now they're, they're talking about him every time they say that. So uh, then I was like, well, that justifies putting the Darth Maul battle at the beginning, which there's no way I was cutting that because it's like one of my favorite. That is great. So, yeah, in, so at was, the end of end of Revenge of the Sith, they, talk, they say Sifo-Diaz. Do they? They uh, they say Sifo Diaz like throughout Attack of the Clones. Well, you changed it now, right? To... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, now it's like, it's still Sifo Diaz, but Liam Neeson's character is Qui Gon Sifo Diaz. I put it in the but, crawl. So you put, put it in, in at the end too, though, right? At, at the end of Revenge of the Sith, where Yoda's like, "Yo, your your powder, uh, Qui Gon Jin, communication has been found," or whatever you know, whatever he it's says. Actually, not in there anymore. Oh, you didn't. You cut that out. You'll see. I don't, I don't want to tell you. Oh, okay. Like the most major change I made was to the ending, but. Um, oh shit! 
<laughs> no! Oh, yeah, that's not it. <laughs> Actually, the version I got was, um, somebody had done on YouTube, it was um, anti-cheese editions. Right. So they had already gone through and, like, cut some of the cheesiest bits. Okay. So that, the person who did that had already cut the no. Ah, So okay. there wasn't there at all. Um, now I'm really looking forward Men- to this. Phantom Menace, he cut 45 minutes. Oh, shit. I'm, I'm sure you cut more than that. Well, yeah, I cut more than that because I just started with the last scene. But um, but I was like, oh, shit. He even cut um, – I eventually found it. Uh, it took a while, but I wanted to use – I already told you I wanted to use it, but I, I did now. Um, at uh, Padme's funeral, she has – the necklace uh, wrapped around her right. fans like a rosary, and that's the one Anakin gave her. So I, it took a while, but I finally found the clip on YouTube of him giving it to her and put it in there. Damn, dude. Uh, it, t- it took a while because uh, it wasn't in the anti-cheese edition. I couldn't find it like when I just typed in giving him the necklace. So finally I found one that was like um, – Someone had cut together every scene that Anakin talks in Phantom Menace, like, as a joke. And so I took it from there. <laughs> nice. And so what's it called again? Fall of the Jedi. Fall of the Jedi. Yeah. Well, you kind of named it, because I, I had a couple of different names. Yeah. And you chose that one. Yeah, I thought it just it fit better. It does. Yeah, I like it. And I, I think it works best because it was... Um, and I haven't even seen your cut yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I thought it should be like... Um, ah, damn. Centurion? Is that what it's called? The Centurion Order? Where it's like Emp- uh, New Hope, Empire, then flashback pre- to prequels, and then Return of the Jedi. Yeah. So it would be New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, The Fall of the Jedi, The Return of the Jedi. Wow. Nice. And then Force Awakens. <laughs> yeah. And then Looper Ascends. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I don't know what it's going to be called. <laughs> I'm a little worried about that. I don't know. I yeah. Mean, but I was worried about Force Awakens too. So I'm, I'm so excited to see Luke's powers. Yeah, me too. I, I want to see how fucking powerful he is now. I... I... Want to see uh, Rogue One, but I'm not like really excited about it. Yeah, you know, I really want an Obi Wan spinoff where Darth Maul hunts him down on robot legs. Yeah, I... yeah, that would be sweet. And if you set it on Tatooine between the two trilogies, then you can have the added stakes of if he figures out that Luke is with his aunt and uncle, he can get that information to Vader. Obi-Wan's going to be in Fargo. Yes. It's two characters. That's kind of weird, but well, they're like, tw- they're like brothers. Like... And I guess one of them's like fat and bald. Yeah. yeah. And the other is McGregor. <laughs> yeah. I want to see it. I mean, the first two seasons were really good. Um, I might have to watch the second season again. I know you don't like Patrick Wilson though. And he is like the main character. I know. Him and uh, Kirsten Dunst, but I wasn't a huge Kirsten Dunst fan. Like, um, I, I mean, the major thing that I saw her in was Spider-Man. the Amy Spider-Man trilogy, and I thought she gave a terrible performance for like most of it. <laughs> um, and there was no chemistry between her and Tobey Maguire, like none at all. He's creeping on her the whole time. 
Yeah, he was just, yeah, that's what it felt like. Um, so that was one of the cool things I liked about the Andrew Garfield movies was him him and uh, Emma Stone. They uh, Since they were dating in real life, they actually had that yeah. chemistry. But that was all they had. Like the, the villain designs on those movies were terrible. I hated them. I'm always I was I would always watch them and be like, oh god, like could we get the Sam Ramey like villain design and the two of them and <laughs> I I I can't wait for the new Spider Man though. That that guy's gonna be great. I know. The cool thing is too is uh they made a very conscious decision to make him look like he does in the comics right. in Civil War. So like even with the eyes where they, they can open and shut and it like makes that. sense because Tony Stark made that for him. I'm assuming. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, hell yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's cool. Like, and because they're committed to doing that, I feel like they could do some of Spider-Man's more outlandish villains and make it cool. Which is why I would really like to see Mysterio, because he has like, he's the blue suit, the purple cape, and then the fishbowl head. Mm-hmm. So like that, like most, that's Tim Burton. Yeah, like they totally <laughs> did that in most superhero movies, but like I feel like they could do it now. Yeah, and people cool with it. And the thing is, is he like he uh, has kind of the same powers as Chameleon. I think Chameleon came later, uh, so he can turn into other people and take on their appearance. He's impersonated Spider-Man and committed robberies. He's the master of illusion. Right. Like, yeah. And I want to say, uh, in one comic arc, he killed one of Daredevil's girlfriends. So, like, <laughs> he's pretty cool. I think I think he would be a fun character to work with. That would I mean, be. I'd also like to see Vulture, but I don't really know that much about him. I think they're like, going to have Vulture in the new in Homecoming. Yeah. Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah, well, I mean, I could see, Michael Keaton would do a good job. I heard, that. He, I heard that he's back on. Yeah. Which, That's yeah, good. I, yeah, I'm happy about that. I, I, Michael Keaton's that was, had a comeback since Birdman. It was like, he know, really has. He's, he's yeah. been Birdman, and then he's been in Spotlight, which one Best Picture, and yeah. and then uh, probably Marvel. And he's, he's he owns McDonald's now. Have you seen that trailer where he's he's the founder of McDonald's? I haven't seen yeah. that. That's all. Yeah. I love uh, Birdman though. So oh yeah. I'm glad he's coming back. Yeah. How the, the first two Batmans where he's Batman. It was yeah. a good decision to leave, though. Beetlejuice? Yeah, Beetlejuice. You yeah. know, I don't think he gets enough credit for Beetlejuice. No. Like, Beetlejuice, he just... It doesn't seem like he's him. Like, it's not even him. Like, he's just this other, like, insane person <laughs> who just stepped out of this, like, other ghost world and, like, yeah. just wandered around and then left forever. It's pretty awesome, and it's hilarious. <laughs> It is. Like, I mean, they spawned a whole animated TV show around his performance. Like, how cool is that? They actually have at Universal in Orlando a uh, Beetlejuice's Graveyard Review where he brings on the Universal monsters and, like, just hangs out with them in this weird musical thing. That would be a cool comic, too. Yeah. I've actually seen that show a couple times. Did you so. see the Scooby-Doo comic? <laughs> I know you're a big Scooby Doo fan. Doing some sort of contest. I I saw them when I was little. What they have like the, they're doing some kind of like zombie thing with Scooby Doo. Oh, nice. I don't know. If, I don't know what it's called. Yeah. 
Comics are great. You can do basically anything. I know. Yeah. Like, I sent I you Archie you. versus Predator. Like, what the fuck is that about? <laughs> <laughs> Why would you even do that? I don't that know. Awesome, well, I'm actually, like, halfway through the first collection of Marvel Zombies. It's so insane, but also awesome. So you recommend it? Yeah. Like, just even for what I've read alone, it was just mm-hmm. like, what? <laughs> yeah, I finished the Suicide Watch. Squad ones, and I, I, book five just wasn't very good. They tried to add more characters, and they kind of put the main characters on the back burner. Like, uh, Deadshot yeah, and right. Harley were kind of just in the background. Yeah. I was like, I don't give a shit gotta, about these characters. And then Waller, you know, she's always the focus of it, and I was like, uh, fuck this bitch. Yeah, I always feel like at some point they would kill Waller. Like, yeah. I thought that's what there was going. Oh, she's got a spinoff comic. She's in the universe. Oh. Yeah. She's just... She's a character in other things? Yeah. Suicide Squad? Yeah. Oh, wow. Even the new Suicide Squad, I think she's in it, too. But she's uh, not the head person. I don't know. I haven't read that yet, but... I don't know. What I kind of want to do is um, read at least... Uh, the next two Suicide Squads, because I read the first two. Yeah, I, I recommend and, doing that. Uh, and then the new 52 Batman, because I, I think mm. it, it just ended, right? With uh, So I was hoping at some mm. point they would put out like a whole collection of it, because I'm lazy. And they, have the, <laughs> they have the volumes out. I don't know if they have the... Yeah, yeah. There's so they're many. Kinda, they're like, yeah, but there's like nine of them, I think. So I heard a couple I spoilers about that series, too. I have too. I haven't heard about the ending, but yeah, I haven't either. I but I heard that. that Batman isn't Batman for a while. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that was part of it. That was a different thing. I thought. Oh. I guess that probably is part of it. Uh, it was a Scott Snyder. <laughs> I think it's the writer Batman. of it. But it's not. It's not part of the numbered thing. So I thought it was. Oh, it's not. I don't know. I have no idea. I, and I heard they're doing a rebirth too. Like like they're doing a rebirth DC rebirth. In uh, June and July, oh, okay. they're, so they were doing some new stuff. I don't know. So many comics, too. <laughs> it really is. I'm excited for Deadpool and Spider-Man Bromance. I'm excited for that one. Yes. I got <laughs> uh, Night of the Living Deadpool. I haven't read that. Oh, one. yeah. Yeah. I was also looking at, uh, for next round, uh, Deadpool versus Carnage. That's going to be sick. And uh, Dead Presidents. That's a good episode, I think. Uh don't know how to end it. But I don't know either. You can follow me at Poly Pictures on Twitter, P O L I Pictures, and then yours is at Tom Volhasek, V O H A S E K. It's just the phonetic spelling. All right. Even though this is the uh, the Nerd Files. Peace. Yes.